This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, at the weekend, the Premier League really was a mess. There were some shock decisions, some terrible decisions, really, and we'll come to them in a moment, but also some shock results. Manchester City losing to Wolves, for example. Aston Villa hammering Brighton 6-1, and there's a Villa side that looks like under Unai Emery, who's a very good coach, won the Europa League four times, I think, with Sevilla. Certainly three times with Sevilla and once with somebody else in Spain. And Manchester United losing at home to Crystal Palace, which may not have been exactly a shock, but it's a terrible result for United. And uh, we're joined to discuss all of this now by John Giles. John, we should start with Liverpool. The Liverpool game against Spurs was a very good game in many respects, but it was completely destroyed. Liverpool had two players sent off. And they had a goal disallowed when it was nil-nil. Uh, Diaz was the scorer. It was obvious looking at it that he wasn't offside. The linesman put his flag up straight away, made a mistake. And the, the very reason VAR was brought in was, and I can quote the words, to clear up any clear and obvious errors that were made. This was a clear and obvious error. But they got themselves in a mess upstairs looking at the picture. No lines were drawn where they should be for offside. And the goal was disallowed. So the clear and obvious error was not corrected, which is the reason VAR was brought in. I don't think VAR should be... I think it should be abolished straight away. When we were talking about it, Liam was for it. I was for it. You were for it. Didi... Our old friend Didi Haman was against it, and he's been proven right, in my opinion. First of all, let me ask you about VAR. I think it's making matters worse because it's putting pressure on the referees. Some elements of it don't work. If the slow-mo, the slow-mo of Jones's sending off looked as if he had gone right over the top of the ball and could have broken his opponent's leg. In real time, his foot slipped on the ball. It, it was a sort of tackle for a booking, but I don't think there was malice in his intent. But even if there was, let leave that aside. Diaz's goal was a proper goal, a good goal. And then Diogo Jota was sent off for two yellow cards. The first one, 
wasn't the yellow card at all because the, his opponent tripped himself up. So this was a mess. Liverpool will be top of the league this morning. They're not. They're fourth. But uh, should should VAR be scrapped, John, or should we truck on? Well, there's so much controversy over it, I mean, that's I wouldn't be surprised and I wouldn't be disappointed if it was taken away. Yeah. Now, I think it's outrageous in the way that people have approached this car. I think the VAR in itself is a good the principle of it is yeah. good. We're getting these idiots, I mean, who are making a total mess of it. Yeah. If you go back to Saturday, there was supposed to be one guy there who was to look over whether the player was offside or not, and, and, and he missed it. Yeah. And that type of thing is happening all the time uh, with that. I mean, we had the situation last year. Do you remember they changed, the, whoever did it, changed the offside rule, Eamon? Yeah. And the rule was that, like, if somebody was offside in our day, or well, fairly recently, the Chrysler put his flag up and he was offside. What they did last year, we said, well, he's not going to put his flag up because if he doesn't touch the ball yes. between now and then, this type of nonsense, yeah. Damon. Yeah. And, like, and there's people out there bringing that type of rules into the game, yeah. right? Which are totally destroying VAR. Yes. The context of, of VAR. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of stupidity, Eamon. In, in the, the, the fire in itself, in itself, is a very, very good idea. If it's run properly, if it's not run properly, which has not been done with these idiots, then you're, we're all better off without it. So VAR should go? VAR has to go if we right. have these idiots yeah. still in, in, in control of the situation. Amen. Yeah. It's just ridiculous what they're doing. Changing the rules, not look, not look like Saturday in that, the, the Liverpool match. Somebody not seeing the situation of the lad being offside. Yeah. How can you miss that? And you're there to look at it. You're being paid to look at that situation to stop it. So VAR in itself is a very good idea. The clowns that are running it deserve to be kicked out of it. And I think VAR has to go as long as we've got these idiots doing what they're doing. Okay. Now, to, we'll go to the football, John. And Liverpool have made a good start to the season. They're scoring a lot of goals. They're giving goals away, John. Uh, there's no doubt about that. They've conceded seven goals in seven games, but some of those matches have been against lesser teams. But the other talking point of this match was the opponents, Tottenham Hotspur, they have this Postagoglu, Ange Postagoglu, who is an Australian. He coached in Japan. Then he went and coached at Celtic. He has a very good record. And he's had a dramatic effect, I think we both believe, on that Spurs team in that he's got rid of a few wasters and the players he has in the team now play without fear, play a passing game and even against Arsenal last week, they went behind twice, no panic, kept passing, kept doing the right things uh, and they got their 2-2 draw. So they're a pretty interesting new team and he's a pretty interesting new coach. Oh, he's very good, Alan. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really in favour of playing out from the back in yeah. certain ways. But this fella's doing it, and he's doing it 
And has the players doing it? Unbelievably good. Well. Confidently. Excellent. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he, whatever way, well, obviously he has the confidence of the players. Yes. You know, because that, like a lot of players can in certain clubs say, oh, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure that. But he definitely hasn't, has the players doing what he wants them to do. Yeah. And they're playing with full of confidence doing it, I mean. Yeah. Sometimes I frighten some life out of me when I think, God, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but they're doing it and doing it well and backing each other yes. up. And that's down to him, which is really, really top class, uh, top class stuff. I mean, this is without Harry Kane. Imagine what they'd be doing if Harry was in, in the situation. Indeed. In the, in the and, yeah. And Harry bailed, uh, Bayern Munich out of a shock defeat, uh, got an equalizer late in the game. For Bayern Munich at the weekend, and he's he's done. He got a hat trick the previous week. Uh, just to talk about one particular Spurs player, John. I think we both always admired Son, and he's really playing really really well. He scored two <laughs> goals against Arsenal. He scored a goal uh, yeah. against Liverpool uh, this weekend. And he he and Kane were a great partnership. Kane made set up a lot of goals for him, and vice versa. But Son yeah, is a really, more, really I good think, player. I think, he, I, think, I think Harry set up more for him. Yes, David. I think so. That yeah. was a terrific player. And, and obviously when Harry went, you could see at the start of the season, he wasn't getting the, 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 the supply. Yeah. Miss, I think he missed Harry very, very much. But they've got them playing, the, the team playing a lot better now and making the chances for him. And he's, well, we've always loved uh, uh, him. I mean, he's a really yeah. great pro. And, he has, yeah. He gets on with the job. He does his stuff. Not No messing about. Really, really top. Now, you fancy Liverpool, you told me at the weekend, John, to do really well this season and be serious contenders to win the Premier League. And I think one of the principal reasons was the attacking power they have. Diaz, uh, Mo Salah, of course, Nunes, who wasn't fit enough to start the game, Jurgen Klopp said, but was on the bench uh, and has come good after a really rough start. They have, of course, Diogo Jota as well. A lot of goals yeah. in that team, John. Yeah, there's a lot. We've got Salah. I mean, I had them, I had them written yeah. down just for matter. I don't usually write much. Salah, Gak, Gakpo. Yeah. Yotta. Yeah. Nunes. Diaz. Yes. I mean, yeah. these are all they're all top notch. Yeah, yeah. And they're all and good goal scorers. Good goal scorers. So, so he's got that. In, he's got he's got a lot of strength there. Uh, I think the the only doubt, and I know we've spoken about it. Uh, was was defending Damon. Yeah, Van Dijk has lost a yard or two of pace and for a centre-half, I mean, Van Dijk did transform Liverpool in many ways and has been an outstanding central defender. He has this tendency to put his hand up in the air and play for offside, which he always had, even when he had the pace, but he had a very bad knee injury, a cruciate ligament, and that is a very bad injury and sometimes in the old days it was it could be the end of you. Even now, I think it's taken a yard or two of pace off him. Yeah, well the goal the, the goal they conceded uh, against Spurs, I mean, the first one. Yeah. Uh, you know, Gomez was easily beaten. Yes. Very easily beaten. And and uh, uh Son made a run and Van Dyke was sort of putting his hand up to for offside. Yes. Instead of instead of backing him up. Now, I mean, I'm a great admirer of Van Dyke, same as yourself, and, and Liverpool generally. I think what they have, uh, if they can keep it tight at the back game, and they've signed a few players in midfield, but the striking power they have is, is, is by far and away better than any of the clubs uh, in the Premiership. There's no doubt. 
I think that I think that like you got City doing what they're doing, yeah, and the Spurs doing whatever they're 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 doing. But I think Liverpool at the moment, I would I would I, I don't put a few bob on as you know, I do but know. I, I think they're worth a few bob to win the league. Okay, now Manchester City, John. Don't know what's going on there. To be honest with you, I don't know where Bernardo Silva's gone. Grealish went out partying after they won the treble last year, and I think he hasn't really come back yet. He hasn't started many goals. Uh, I think he's. I think he's a bit of a lad, and I don't think that's good for a footballer to do that at his age. He should be pushing on. I'm sure you agree. Uh, they've yeah. got Foden, who's very good. This fella Alvarez who scored again on Saturday. Uh, yeah. The Argentinian is, has been a good acquisition. Walker is, is a much better player now, thanks to Guardiola coaching him. They got Diaz, who I think is the mainstay of their defense now, and they have a proper defense. They've got Aki, who's a good player, but there's something missing. Let me ask you about our friend Rodri. Everyone is raving about Rodri now, and all the stats merchants say he's the best player Premier League midfield player, maybe the best in Europe. He scored a winning goal in the Champions League, to be fair to him, in the final. You've never fancied him, and I've never really fancied him, but he's been out for three games now, and they seem to miss him. Well, I think they do miss him, I mean, He does bring something to the team in, in terms of being a good defensive player. doesn't yeah. give the ball away. I mean, I'd I expect more from a midfield player getting on the ball and creating things, and he doesn't do that, but he's a very good player at what he does. Yeah. But, I, like, in City's case, I'm not... Uh, I wouldn't get too critical of them at this particular time. No, no. It's the first <laughs> match they've lost this season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, and like they, 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 they do things that I don't understand. I must say that, but they've got such a, 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 a crowd of players, or not a crowd of players. Well, you've got Haaland for a start. They've got Haaland. They've got they, they, yeah. They've got it's Foden will come into the game. Yeah, I think Foden's it was a bad good, day. Yeah. Not, I think Wolves Wolves can be. We saw Wolves against Liverpool a couple of weeks ago, Eamon. Yeah. And uh, they, they they looked a very, very good team in the yes. first half. And then they made a uh, Liverpool made a couple of changes and, and were really good and beat them, finished up beating them. But I think this Gary O'Neill is a good, good lad. I think he will, he, he will get them going. I think he will surprise a lot of teams this year. And I think he surprised City. Uh, but City is the first game game they've lost they've got a lot of still got I, I don't I didn't see the City team Eamon uh, I know they were they were beaten and deserved to be beaten from what I read um, but it's the first defeat of the season so there's a long long way to go yes of course long, as we do as we know long way to go yet I think Liverpool have a long way to go and Liverpool I think have picked up I think they're better now than they have been in the last couple of seasons uh, City we'll have to wait and see it was a bad defeat for them but it does happen it's happened to them before um, so we'll see if they pick it up again. I'd be surprised if they don't. Now, this fellow, Unai Emery, John, he's been a very good coach for a long time. I think he had a brief spell at Arsenal, didn't do well and was out the door. But he had a great record in Spain. He's gone to Villa Park. Villa now, are they beat Brighton 6-1. On Saturday, I watched the match. Don't know if you watched it, but yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Ki- this kid who got the hat trick, Watkins, very yeah. good. He's got two hat tricks this season. Yeah, he's very good. I mean, he's yeah, a good player, yeah. John. I, and I know yeah. that the England manager Gareth Southgate was there watching him on Saturday. Yeah, uh, there's an energy about them and a toughness, and they're organised, which they hadn't been. I don't think he got a chance at Arsenal. I don't think he ever got off to a start no. there. Yeah, that 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 uh, 
allowed them to do obviously what he's good at. I mean, he, he's, his, his record before he came to Arsenal was broad was, was was excellent, as we know. Yes. Uh, and since he's come to Villa, he's made a, he's made a huge difference. There's no doubt about that. Yep. I mean, Brighton are no Brighton are no uh, softies. No, no. But it's the way they're playing generally. And Wilkins, Wilkins is, is a lad that came from the third division a few two or three years ago. Yeah, Watkins you know, actually. Is Watkins, yeah. sorry, Wilkins. Is it Watkins? The Watkins, Watkins, yeah. Watkins, sorry. Uh, and he's a very, very good player. He has all the. He's good attitude, Eamon. Crafter. He works hard. He's. he's uh, he, he does it for the team, and he's come on really, really well. I wouldn't be surprised if he became a regular. Yes, uh, in the England team, and, yeah. and he's a big, big player for Villa. But he's a he's a really, really good lad. He he works hard for them, gets his goals, plays well. No, no, no messing about at all. Very, very good. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, John, Manchester United nil, Crystal Palace one. It's a, it's looking a bit alarming for, for for United, to be honest. They've lost two games at home, haven't scored many goals, and um, their team they they put out on the pitch doesn't make sense, John. They played Mason Mount, who they bought cheaply and a good buy, I thought, from Chelsea. But he's playing alongside Casemiro in midfield. He is not a midfield player, is he? He's a front player. Yeah, well, that's that's well, the way we've always seen him. And yeah, it's an attacking, good, attacking good, midfield attacking player. player. Yeah, definitely. But uh, well, you wouldn't. Well, I don't. Nobody knows what's going on. I don't think the manager knows what's going on at Old Trafford. I mean, yeah, like it has to be driven from the top. Yeah, all the clubs. Yes, if you look over the years, all the two clubs. They all they're all in it together, and especially the owners. 
Yeah. Now, the owners are not in the in the in the mix. They're way outside it, Eamon, as we know, for the last 12 months, at least, trying to sell the club. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't be running the club and looking for them to, for the team on the pitch to do all the things you want them to do. And you're looking to sell it at the same time, not not yeah. the same time, the last, in the, at least 12 months' time. Yes. Everybody has to be pulling together, Eamon, for success. Yeah. I mean, would, 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 would a, a Manchester United club properly run have gone for Harry Kane. Yes, undoubtedly. Yeah, and they should have. And, and they should have. And clubs who are at the top of the table, with Man City, for except for Tottenham, I'd say, Man City will certainly pay a hundred million. Uh, Tottenham would pay a hundred million to get him back. Uh, Newcastle yeah. wouldn't have any problem. Manchester United, Liverpool aren't in the big spending game either, John. But they seem to really buy players that. Aren't at extravagant pr- prices, but they have. No. They, as well, you I mean, pointed you out, just mentioned, you just mentioned Liverpool there. Yeah, like Li- Liverpool's buying and selling. Yeah, has been excellent. Yes, very good. Yeah, in the last five years, six years. I mean, yes. going back to 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 Van Dijk coming into the club, the buying and selling at Liverpool has been excellent. Yeah, uh, because the club are what they are. They, are, I know they've got American owners as well, but they allow them to get on with what they're doing. Yeah. Um, Manchester United, I mean, there's no way that the, the owners who want to sell the club would want to pay $100 million for, for Harry Kane. That's the problem with them. They have to go from the top. And I feel a little bit sorry for the manager. They're, they're, they're having a total nightmare, I mean, yeah, Manchester yeah. United. Yeah. They're in bits. Yeah. They're in bits. They're terrible. And they don't the have a consistent team. I mean, Varane came back in to partner Lindelof you don't have a consistent central defensive partnership. Wan-Bissaka was dropped uh, mysteriously, and Dallo is back in the team. The midfield doesn't exist, really. Fernandez is the new captain, and we both, I think, feel that he lacks uh, something uh. for being a captain. Like <laughs> He's quite a selfish and flash sort of player. And I'd like to ask you about Marcus Rashford. I, I admire Marcus Rashford for things he's done off the field, including uh, he's done a lot for school dinners for kids. He's put it up to Boris Johnson. At the same time, I read he's got five Rolls Royces. There's a dis- disconnect there somewhere, maybe, but that's maybe unfair. The, the point is he's not doing his stuff on the pitch, John, this year, and he had a really good season last season. Why do you think that is? I, I th- think myself. Well, the talk seems to be, I mean, he doesn't yeah. like playing up front. He likes to play on the left-hand side. Yeah, and I agree with that. <sighs> well, that's fair enough. But let him go and do it. I mean, yeah. You know, he should be chasing his legs off and showing an, an interest in that. I haven't seen that with him. No. Doing he's, he's strolling around. I mean, he's not chasing back. I mean, he, there's one thing about football. You, it, it manifests itself on the pitch. Yes. If somebody's doing their stuff, I mean, you can see that they're doing it. It's one of the great things about football. You can't, you, anybody that's hiding, they, 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 they're obviously exposed. And any time I've seen him play this year, I don't think he's tried a leg. No. I don't think he's really had a go when he's lost the ball. Yeah. You're getting back, you're getting doing, you have to get in, yes. get stuck in, and all that. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. And I don't care about his Rolls Royce. I don't care if he's contented them, I mean, to be quite <laughs> honest. As long as he's out on the pitch there doing his stuff and running around and giving everything he's got for the team. That's what you, that's what you need from players. It doesn't matter what he's, what he's earning. But get in there and do your stuff. 
and get it done. And I, I don't see that in him. I see him strolling around, putting his hands up in the air if he doesn't get the ball and all that yep. rubbish. Total yep. rubbish. Two young players he bought. Anthony, he brought with him from Ajax, I think. He's been under a shadow because of allegations made by a former yep. girlfriend. He's back now and maybe he could come in the team. Sancho is another young player. They paid a lot of money for him. 75 million, John. He started off okay, then they had a fight because uh, Ten Hag said he wasn't training properly oh. hard enough and Sancho said, I am. And the next thing, Sancho was booted out of the first team dressing room and training and he's off out of commission now. So there's two players out of commission. I don't fancy Anthony actually as much of a player, but uh, he's getting in fights with players as well, John, this uh, Ten Hag, which isn't good, is it? You know, the, 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 the incident that you're talking about there was, I think he had it in the paper that the player wasn't trying during the, during the week or that. He wasn't yeah. doing it in training. And, and the player came out publicly and said, yes, I am. That's not right. So, you, 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 you like, that's a row, Eamon. Yes. When we, well, I can't remember the last time I saw any type of a row like that yeah. in the papers. And end up with the player being out of commission for the first seven games exactly. of the season. Yeah, yeah, for what? You yeah. know, like, it's, 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 it just doesn't make sense. And everybody knows, everywhere you, when, when you played in dressing rooms, there was rows aiming at this, that, and the other. Never got in the paper, no. or there was disputes, or there was this, or there was that. No. But it never got in the paper, because that's, that's, that's the manager got a hold of it, and, yeah. and got on with the job. Yeah. But in Manchester United, you, you don't know where, you don't know where they are. How are they going to play? Who's playing? Uh, who's, 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 who's going to be thrown out of the club? Who isn't going to be thrown out of the club? Uh, and then you've got the owners. Yes. Nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. And that, that should be led from the top. I know it's, I said it early on, but you, sh you shouldn't have owners, Eamon, in the no. position that they're in. They're trying to sell the club for the last 12 months. They're not months. really trying to sell it. They, they were trying to sell it for five or six billion, they said. They were offered yeah. five or six billion by two people, somebody from Qatar and the richest man in England. Uh, then yeah. they put the price up to 10 billion, which tells me they don't want to sell it. What they want to do is accumulate uh, the extraordinary merchandising money that Manchester United get. Despite their lack of success, John, since Alex Ferguson retired, they are still the richest club in the world through merchandising. And I'll give you one example and one that might interest our listeners who don't know of it. They paid 100 million to bring Ronaldo back. And people question that because Ronaldo was 35, 36 at the time. And the 100 million they paid for Ronaldo, they made back on Ronaldo shirts the following month. That's what the owners are into. Rather than putting a really decent team on the field. Now you were a Manchester United player and a very good one, won an FA Cup medal with Manchester United before you left for Leeds. They went for a very long time before they found a successor to uh, Samaposby, didn't they? And they oh, yes. looked like they're yeah. on the same road, John. It took them a long time to find Alex Ferguson. They had a lot of yeah. people there. Ron Atkinson comes to mind. Wilf uh, McGuinness was there for a while. Dave Sexton was a coach. It took them, I mean, not quite as long as Liverpool's 30 years of pain, but it was it was quite some time, and they're in this process again, aren't they? Well, very much so. I mean, 
I mean, it's, 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 it's just unbelievable for Manchester United, you know, for the owners to be in a position they're in and, and to be so disrespectful of the great support they have. Yes. Um, taking it for, taking yeah. it for granted. Yes. You know, and then the manager comes in in the middle of this thing. I mean, what, he should be coming into a situation where all, everything off the pitch is done. Yes. And now your job is to get that team right. Yes. That, that's far from the situation at Manchester United. And I, I feel I have a bit of sympathy for him to, 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 with the, the, the size of the club and the way it should be run, the support they have and all the various things that Manchester United have done over the years. Um, it's just dreadful. It's dreadful for the, 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 the supporters the real supporters of Manchester United, that they're in the position that they're in. And just final point, John, before I let you go, which club in the Premier League had the biggest attendance at the weekend? I'll tell you, it was Manchester United. Manchester United had 73,000 people in Old Trafford, which is falling down, by the way, uh, because the Glazers won't uh, paint it and do a few other basic things. So they are the biggest club in many ways in England. A club you played for, a club I briefly was there five years. Uh, it felt like 50 um, <laughs> at the level I was, which was cleaning your boots. But it's a club I have great affection for everyone who loves football, I think, yeah. except Liverpool fans. <laughs> I have great affection. And when Manchester United are struggling, you feel there's something missing, don't you, from, from English football? Well, there is, Eamon. I mean, they're, yeah. they're a famous club. They've a great support, as you said, plus the people that support them around the, around the world, not just in, yes. just in England. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they, they should be, they should be a, a club that everybody can look at and say, this is Manchester United. This is the way it should be run. Yes. And that's, that, that's certainly not the case at the moment. Okay, John, as always, it's a pleasure to talk to you and uh, we're very grateful to John Giles, a living legend. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're very happy to have John on the podcast and we both agree I think that VAR should go and we're not the only ones I'm sure in fact our friend as I pointed out earlier Didi Hamam said it should go from before it ever started and we're grateful to John to all of you for listening that's all we have time for now we'll talk to you soon Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.